Alrighty, let's get to the word tonight. Okay. That's mine. <laughs> okay. When, uh, when you read that, um, we're all thinking different things. Okay. Some of us might be thinking positive things. Some of us might be thinking negative things. So I want to um, speak about um, that from this um, particular little phrase, that's mine, tonight. Basically, that's mine means it belongs to me. It's my possession. It belongs to me. It's a claim of ownership. Okay, it's a claim of ownership. Some people might say it's my house, it's my car, it's my husband, my wife, my friend, my kids, it's my phone. Don't touch it. <laughs> you know, some people say it's my rights, my rights. Some people say it's my time, my choice, my body. And I thought, you know what, let's have a few pictures here. Hey, that's mine. Look at that tough little guy. And then she's standing up for her right. She's saying, that's my book. That's mine. Okay? She knows it's hers. And that's what it is. It belongs to me. You can't have it. That's what mine means. When we think of that's mine, that's what we think of. And then if you take off their Xbox or their phone or their access to certain things, they'll say, that's mine. Okay? And sometimes there's a lot of aggression <laughs> involved in that expression. It's mine. And then there's a, a really strong appeal too. It's my body, it's my choice. There's so many things that people say, it's mine. And to a certain degree, that is true. To a certain degree, that is true. There's levels of uh, attitudes when it comes to ownership and to saying things like, that's mine. You know, I might say, that's mine. I don't want it, I don't need it, so it's easy to give away. Others say, it's mine, I'll share it with you, because they have a generous spirit, they have an attitude of generosity. So yeah, it's mine, someone gave it to me, or it's mine, I bought it, but I'll share it with you. You can have some. You want some of my chocolate? You can have some, okay. Others will say, it's mine, you can use it, but you better give it back. You better return it. <laughs> and as I was writing this yesterday, I was thinking, oh yeah. It reminded me of something that was mine, and I shared it, and it was a very bad experience. I said, yeah, you can use my spare car, because I lend it to students, I lend it to friends and people who need it. It was worth probably about $1,500. I said, yeah, you can use my car for three weeks. Just give it back. Well, this particular friend totaled my car. And I was like, wow, okay. The, word, the, the worst part was that even though it was worth that amount of money, <laughs> he only gave me the excess, which was $300 to cover it. I got over that, I prayed through, I got over it. And then about probably two or three years later, he asked if I could borrow 
that spare car you've got? And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And I said, no, sorry. I felt bad. I, I don't know why I felt bad, I just did. I said, no, I'm sorry, can't. And you know what? He wrote me a terrible email. I've still got it. Because I have to keep bad things that people write to me. I don't have many, thank God. <laughs> but I kept it. And he didn't speak to me for several years. He was so offended. I was like, oh my goodness. So some people just have no understanding of these things. And then, so there's people who are willing to share, but you need to return it. Bring back the lawnmower, it's okay. Bring back the chainsaw. Bring back, you know, whatever it is. Just please bring it back intact. But then there's people who really have the attitude as like, you're not getting it. It's mine, all mine. That's a mean little raccoon. You know raccoons look cute, but they are not. <laughs> when I was in America one, sorry. When I was in America one time, I opened up the lid of the rubbish bin to throw a bag of trash in there. <laughs> and there's a raccoon, I was like, Oh, cute little raccoon. And he went, like that. I was like, that's it. It was like that. He just had mean, huge teeth. It scared the daylights out of me. I just, it just shattered my view of raccoons. Anyway, to shatter the view of that's mine and how we can be so greedy and selfish, I want to have a look at what's mine when God says it. Okay, what did God say was his? Okay, let's go through a few scriptures. This is the Lord speaking to the people of Israel after he had brought them out of Egypt, out of the, the land of bondage, uh, through the plagues, and, and uh, he says, I carried you, I carried you on eagle's wings, and I brought you to myself. So he's not saying I just helped you out here. He said, I carried you out, and I drew you, I brought you to myself. You know, when someone reaches out to hug you, to bring you to yourself, you know, that's special. He said, now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations, you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine. <laughs> Isn't that special? He's saying out of everyone, and they were like the least, the smallest nation. And he said, you, my hand is upon you, I brought you out. You are my people, basically. You are my treasured possession. You're special. But the whole earth belongs to me. The whole earth is mine, but I have chosen you. How special is that? How special? You know, God chooses whoever he wants, and he chose them. In Leviticus he says, you are to be holy to me because I the Lord am holy. I want you to be like me. And I have set you apart from the nations to be my own. You belong to me. You're my own. You're mine. You're special. You're unique. Out of all the nations I have chosen you. I've chosen you. You know, God chooses us. God chooses us. We think we chose him, but he chose us. 
And in the book of Exodus, there's another group that the Lord speaks to. And uh, he's saying to the people of Israel, what else belongs to him? These things which are special to him. It says, the first offspring of every womb belongs to me. The firstborn of every womb including all the firstborn males of your livestock, whether from herd or flock. So he's saying all the people, of the people, the firstborn belongs to the Lord. And of all the livestock as well. That which is born belongs to the Lord. Why is he saying that? That the firstborn is the most special, most valued above the others? No, he's saying, remember that I have blessed you. I have blessed you. The firstborn belongs to me. Of course, we all belong to the Lord. He wants them to remember him. And then in the book of Job, in chapter 41, the Lord is saying these things. Who has preceded me that I should pay him? <laughs> Everything under heaven is mine. So he's leaving no doubt. Okay, I don't owe you anything. It all belongs to me. You know, sometimes people spend their whole lives chasing things, chasing stuff, chasing money, spending their lifetime chasing instead of pursuing the Lord. He's saying it all belongs to me. It's all mine. It's all mine. Stop trying to get it and say it's mine. Okay, it's just, it's just fruitless. You can have it all, but lose it all. Jesus said you can gain the whole world, but lose your soul. Gain the whole world. That's one of the things a lot of advertisements say. You can have it all. Well, you can. Yeah. But you can lose it all too. And you can lose your soul along the way. Because you lose your focus. And you lose um, touch with reality, basically. What else does the Lord say? I love this passage in Isaiah. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I've called you by your name. You are mine. I've called you by your name. I don't call you, hey skinny, hey stupid. I call you by your name. Hey Chris, you're mine. Hey Anna. You're mine. That's what he says. I call you by your name. He knows every one of us by name. You know, I don't know about you, but when you're a kid, you had, maybe you had a cat and it had nine kittens and you named them all. Or you had a sheep and they had many little lambs and you named them all. When we were kids on the farm, we grew up on the farm, we used to have these little um, stray um, lambs. The foxes used to come and they would kill the mothers and then the little lambs would be left as orphans and so we would raise them and we would have this long piece of wood and we'd put a hole in it and we'd put bottles in there and put the teats on the end and lift the thing up and feed nine little lambs at the same time and we would name them and at one time they all, we would go through the letters of the alphabet 
Nina, Nola, Norma, Nora, and all, all little names for all of them. We called them by name, and they knew their names. You know, you'd call them, and this little one would come. Hey, Nora, and this little, little lamb would come. Yeah, well, there you go, new story. He says, I called you by name. You're mine. And when you call someone by their name, it's special. You know, when you forget someone's name, it's kind of sad. It's like, what was your name again? It's like, oh, they don't care about me. <laughs> but he says, I've called you by name. You're mine. And because he, we belong to him, he said, you're mine. Therefore, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord, your God. We belong to the Lord. He says, you're mine. I will take care of you. You're not going to get burned. You're not going to drown. You're not going to be overcome. You're not going to be overwhelmed. You might feel really challenged sometimes, but it's not going to defeat you. I'm with you. You are mine. I will be with you. That's what he says. You're mine. You're special to me. I know you by name. I call you by name. I talk to you. I'm with you. How special is that? How special is that? Each individual belongs to the Lord. In Ezekiel, he says this. What else is his? Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the Father as well as the soul of the Son is mine. The soul who sins shall die. Wow, that's pretty heavy stuff. All souls belong to the Lord, but not everyone gives their soul to the Lord. Not everyone repents of their sin. Not everyone turns away from their sin. But we all belong to the Lord regardless. We have to make that choice, the Father and the Son. The Son can't say, hey, my dad's a Christian, it's okay. Each one is accountable. Each soul is accountable. What else belongs to the Lord? All the money, all the good stuff, <laughs> all the riches. He said, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord. What's this about? The people were bringing money for the building of the temple. And a lot of them felt like they didn't have much. But he's saying, look, it all belongs to me. Give what you've got. Give generously, because everything belongs to me anyway. As you give to the Lord, it's like giving of our tithes and our offerings. We give to the Lord generously because everything actually belongs to him. And he will give back. He will provide. We should never be afraid to give. So this was encouraging the people to give to the Lord. The tithe belongs to the Lord. The tithe belongs to the Lord. That's why it's so important to give to him. It's holy. It belongs to the Lord. Everything belongs to him. And he will give back. 
as we give to him. What else is the Lord's? What else does he say is mine? This is interesting. In Romans chapter 12, Paul says this, Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Wow. As you read that, it's like, don't avenge yourselves. In other words, don't try and fix things yourselves. Don't try and get the revenge. Don't, get, try, don't try and get even. Don't try and get back at people. Don't try and avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. What does that mean? Give place to anger? No, it doesn't mean that. It means make a big space for anger. Deal with it. It means let it go. Let it go. Let it go and trust God to deal with it. Let it go. He said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. I will repay. And sometimes we think vengeance is like, yeah, get him. But you know, the Bible says it's the goodness of God. We just sang about it. It's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. You know, sometimes I just say, Lord, bless them with your goodness. <laughs> bless them with your goodness. So they will come to repentance. That's how God can repay. He repays in different ways than we do. We, we sometimes just want to just get them. <laughs> but he says, don't overcome. Don't be overcome by evil. Don't become like people that you don't respect. Don't become like people you don't like. Don't become like them. Become more like him. Overcome evil with good. Do the right thing. Do the God thing. Let him deal with things that you can't deal with. Amen? You know, what was the highest level of mine? It was when the Lord gave Jesus to us. When Jesus was baptised, it says he came out of the water and the Holy Spirit came upon him and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son. This is my son. He's mine. In whom I'm well pleased. He was pleased with him. He said he's mine. Not because of what he'd achieved. Not because of, you know... All the miraculous things he'd done until then, he hadn't done anything until then except live a godly life. He hadn't done any of the miracles yet. But the father said, he's mine. He's my beloved son. And I'm really pleased with him. I'm really pleased with him. Why? Because of the connection that they had. I'm really pleased with him. This was at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. The father said, I'm well pleased, not about his performance, but about the relationship, the relationship, the connection that they have, the value that he had. He's mine. I value him. He's precious to me. He's my beloved. And then at the end of his ministry, Jesus basically had that same love for the disciples and the same love 
for us believers to come. This is at the end of his ministry, he prayed this, Father, I desire that they also, whom you gave me, may be with me where I am. He was talking about the disciples that the Father had given, his team members. And he was also praying for believers to come, you and me, given by the Father to the Son. I desire that those who you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which you have given me. God gave the glory to the Son. He glorified the Son. He said, I glorify you, you glorify me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. He's saying, your love has always been mine. That relationship, that special place has always been mine. I am yours and you are mine. And then he's saying, I want these people, these believers, these brothers and sisters who believe and have received me, I want them to be with me too. They're mine. They're mine. You gave them to me and I care about them. He's not saying, oh, these insignificant little peasants, these needy people, these previous sinners, he said, no, they're mine. I want them to be with me. <laughs> How special is that? So he prayed for himself, he prayed for his disciples, and he prayed for all believers, and that includes us. He said, they're mine. They're valued. You know, as we go through this, when I was showing those first PowerPoints, it was about, it's mine or that's mine. It's about me. It's about things and stuff. But it's not about what belongs to us that matters. It's who we belong to that really matters. It's not what is mine that matters. It's who I belong to that really, really matters. And that's what will carry us through. When you know your value, when you know you're treasured, when you know you belong to the Lord, it will carry you. It carries us through the tough times. We belong to the Lord. Father, I just thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you that so many things belong to you. Everything belongs to you. The whole earth, Lord, all souls, the firstborn, and those who are believers are all firstborn, born again. Lord, I just thank you that the silver and the gold, all the, the treasures, all those things that we have need of, Lord, they all belong to you. We thank you that wisdom and knowledge and understanding, all these intangible treasures belong to you. But more than that, we belong to you. In the song, book of songs it says, my beloved is mine and I am his. Lord, we are yours. We are yours. Thank you for that special place in your heart that we hold. Thank you, Lord.
let each one feel that they are special. That they are a treasure, just like you said to Israel, you're my treasured possession. That you take good care. That you bring us through the fires and the waters, through the floods, through the tough times. You bring us through, Lord. anyone needs prayer, want to pray with you, otherwise have an awesome week. Say hi to somebody.